Good morning. Another episode of On the Line. Joe Mullings here with the lovely Holly Scott. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be here in our new studio. Do you guys dig our studio? For those who are just listening, you can't dig it, but just imagine the coolest place you've ever been. That's where we're sitting right now. That is so true. Right. Do it's you know gorgeous. how long it took me to put those bricks up? I I know. I talked to you, what, 5 a.m. on Saturday you started? Or right. were you that. halfway through it by then? Right. <laughs> and I made the mortar myself and the set and everything. Yeah, so yeah. This is our Renaissance new man. studio. So we'll, we're sort of demoing this shot today and some others tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then Icky made sure to mention that he's got the HMI light outside there. Yeah. yeah. So that gives you that shadow over there. Exactly. Gorgeous. So our crack crew at the agency big props to everybody yeah. for making this uh, magical set so thanks for that the machine the machine mm-hmm. so that's what to look for when you're building a studio mm-hmm. and today's subject is what not to do when you're looking for a job correct why correct. did you pick those uh, there's so many people out there circling with advice on what to do, what to do, what to think through, what, how to prepare, all of those good things. And there's so many things that come up since we move, what, thousands of people a year um, that uh, should be watch outs, right? Mm. So we can step back and say, ooh, boy, if they had done this differently, there may have been a different outcome. Or, um, and that's a great point, I hadn't thought about it that way, or you can do so many things right, mm-hmm. but if you do one of these wrong, it really lessens your chance, right? Right, exactly. You know, exactly. That's super important to remember is while guidance on what to do is super important, what guidance on what not to do um, is sometimes more important, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? No, so take absolutely. yourself out of the game. Um, what What is the one that stares at you most? If you had to start with the first one, what stares right at you? Uh, I, I think the first and most important thing is realize that it, the onus is on you. Right, that the responsibility is ultimately on you. And whether it's um, active search because something happened and your position ended for whatever reason, mm-hmm. or you've realized that it's time to start looking around, that that proactive approach has got to be strategically and tacti- tactically yours to own. Um, and that goes from preparation to research to engagement, the whole gamut. Uh, we are a piece of it. Uh, as far as being headhunters, but to rely on us or to rely on exclusively friends and family, um, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah, and and, um, what I would prescribe is uh, you never get a chance to buy life insurance the moment before you need it. Right, that's true. And Mm -hmm. so even if you're happily employed today, even if you own your own business today, you need to sit down and think through in a, as an unemotional state as possible, what would you what would be your plan if over the next 30 days you lost your job? Right, right, right? exactly. What mm-hmm. would your moves be? Because at that mm-hmm. point, you're not necessarily jumping on something emotionally mm-hmm. or in desperation. Right. So you need to make that list of, we talk about 30 companies all the time. Mm-hmm. We talk about picking that one area of the country that even though you don't think you would relocate, if you had to relocate, you'd go to. Mm -hmm. But doing that all early when you don't need it allows you, one, to deploy it immediately. Right. Right. And two, deploy a well thought out plan before emotions got involved. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's dedicating that that time to it in that that quiet hour, quiet two hours a week, whatever it might be, uh, to to really think through and be strategic about it. Here's here's who I'd like to approach. Here's why. Here's what value I'd bring to them, and and within those particular organizations who are the decision makers, right? Starting to really drill down on that because so many people leave it up to 
to ads or to chance, which is basically the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Once the, by the time an ad gets out there, you throw your hat in the ring for an ad, the, the chance of that actually coming back. Well, that's You have point. no control. It's, it's, you're leaving it on somebody else. If, right. if you think sending a resume out mm-hmm. on an ad means that you're doing something proactively, um, you're messed up. Right, right, you're missing Proactive it. means you going to the organization before they post an opening. Mm-hmm. Proactive means you creating enough value in the hiring manager's eyes, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. So again, don't count on anybody else, mm-hmm. leave it to yourself. Right. And again, so go down that list. <clears throat> Proactive is not applying for a job online. Mm-hmm. Proactive is not counting on the recruiter finding you the job. Right. Proactive is not going to your local LinkedIn hookup meeting thinking that you're doing something super, you're smiling because I said hookup. Hookup meeting, um, hook yeah. Up meeting, right? <laughs> wrong site, Joe. <laughs> wrong site. Swipe right, left. No, left. no, no, wrong site. Other one. Right? And so proactive means, and owning it means doing it before you need it. Right, right. That's proactivity to mm-hmm. me. Exactly, yeah. Because what happens? The moment you know that you must look, the moment you know that things are changing, all of a sudden, there's the emotional baggage that goes along with that, right? And shit decisions because right. what you're doing is like, oh my god, I'm gonna, you know, I'm right. not gonna have life insurance, or, or I mean, health insurance, or you know, I'm not gonna be able to make my mortgage, and I don't enough money in the bank. Exactly. I'll take this as a, you know, and that desperation screams across oh, on the phone calls that we get all the time, yeah, all the time, yeah. all the time, and it's unfortunate mm-hmm. because it does it it dilutes your ability to maintain the control that you need yeah. in order to make the best decisions. So yeah, I, I think all of those, those, those pieces are incredibly important. Um, the one thing that we come back to all the time now, though, is, is the individual brand, right? In, mm-hmm. in terms of, of representing yourself, it's no longer a resume. How important is a resume these days anymore? Uh, it's second on the list. So I would, mm-hmm. I would say um, don't, don't rely on a resume. Right. right, right? That's a don't. That's your don't. Number two, don't rely on a resume. What you need to do is rely on really your personal brand. And I know there's a lot of people who don't like the word brand, so Mm -hmm. pick another word that you do like. Don't get hung up on that Mm -hmm. in this part of the conversation. But it is, what does the market think that you do? Mm -hmm. Think about you, um, good and bad. And then how can you best represent your skill set and value to the market, and that's on LinkedIn. Yeah, well, and it's 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 everywhere. It's LinkedIn. It's everywhere. It's representation. If you don't want to use the word branding, <laughs> you're representing yourself twenty four seven. Now, it's not just the moment you send in your resume and the moment you show up ten minutes early to shake that hiring mm-hmm. manager's hand. You're you are interviewing from the moment they know your name because they're googling your name. They're looking for any form of media representation about you. They're looking for Which means for your, Facebook, which oh, means Insta. Abs. We do all that. Oh, yeah. I type in Bob Jones arrest Correct. always, right? Before uh, we bring anybody yes, to the office. Right? Yes, I want to yes. see your mugshot. And exactly. 30% of the time, there's a mugshot. Right. And and at the end of the day, that's just a piece of the puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's everything. There are all, all veins of representation out My there. My mugshot's pretty good, by the way. Yeah, well, anyway. So... <laughs> The, the the key here is, though, understand that there are so many pieces that go into the decision, mm-hmm. and your representation occurs before the moment you walk in the door and before the moment you engage with the hiring manager for the so first time. So what do time. I do on Facebook then, right? So let's say, for argument's sake, uh, there was a Giants game this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was with my buddies tailgating, mm-hmm. and uh, I was doing a beer bong, mm-hmm. right? Do I scrub my LinkedIn, my Facebook page? 
I personally don't think you need to do that because you're yourself outside of work. It's not interfering with your work if right. you're out there, you know, you kicking back. pit bulls or right. if you're doing things that are um, aggressive or if you're doing things that How are about political stuff, right? So what if you're a, what if you're yeah. a, again, I have, I, I, I seriously don't care mm-hmm. um, what anybody's choice is in regards to Republican or Democrat, mm-hmm. but what if you feel viscerally engaged in politics and you take a stand on mm-hmm. your Facebook account? Um, is that a liability, and should you scrub that? Depends on who your audience is. It depends on who, what you're you're going for, right? I, I, that's going to be subjective in the mind of who who is looking at you and considering you for their organization. I bring it up just because it's yeah. it's it's a, it's, a, it's a legit concern, and like every other move you mm-hmm. make out in the public domain, there are consequences. Right, both right. Positive and negative. I I totally agree. I I think you have more at risk if you uh, if you voice your political opinion on LinkedIn on something that is more of a professional representation of you than you might on Facebook. Uh, but you're putting your head in the sand if you believe that that's not going to be taken into consideration at all. It's the same thing as the old school resume when you put on the bottom that you were part of XYZ Church or part of XYZ organization that may have been um, interpretive, right? So it's it's... I wouldn't counsel not to do those things because they are you. And I also am a big believer in remaining authentic because you don't want to sell a bill of goods in interview process and be something that you're not and then get in there and feel compelled to be in that mm-hmm. box for the rest of your life. However, I do believe that there's a time and a place for different things. I, yeah. I, I, I don't come in here talking politics and nor would I expect most of our employees to. I would just be careful in general. My guidance in general would be mm-hmm. uh, you're going to have to own and mm-hmm. there's going to be an accounting for whatever you put online. Correct. Correct. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. absolutely. <laughs> if you're going to say it, you better be prepared to defend it or be prepared to right. speak to it. Right. right. And I'll give you an example. I will, I will not say, and this is, this is true. This happened in the last nine months. We had a person go out in an interview. Mm-hmm. Um, she, a mm-hmm. uh, fantastic candidate. It was for a vice president of sales role. Okay. She, uh, we presented her to the company. The president of the company called me up and said, hey, did you look at her LinkedIn profile? Mm-hmm. I said, yeah, I did. Why? What's up? He goes, do you see that she's a supporter of Hillary Clinton? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? He goes, well, that bothers me. Mm-hmm. That's a, true. All my kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't know how to answer that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't have an answer for that. Mm-hmm. And whether he's right or wrong, mm-hmm. right? It's just, you know, you're, and I know people in here are going, oh my God, I wouldn't want to go to work for that company anyway. Mm-hmm. Please take this just as an example, an obscene obse- example mm-hmm. of you are going to have to own everything mm-hmm. you put on um, your brand mm-hmm. out in the public domain, Insta, Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn, mm-hmm. Um, so just be careful around that. Oh, yeah. Right? We all yeah. have these great opinions. Um, mm-hmm. I purposely try not to discuss politics. Me too. I would mm-hmm. also give guidance to that. Right. It's going to cost you. Yeah. Well, there's 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 no real right or wrong you know, scenario there. But mm-hmm. I can tell you I know very little about my clients' opinions on politics or religion, the ones that I've done lifelong business with. And it works wonderfully that way you know there's right, but, i know but, their kids i know their family i know but the being things human how we know people who have online mm-hmm. very strong opinions on guns oh yeah I, right sure personally no mm-hmm. strong opinions on political stuff right personally no mm-hmm. it totally skews oh yes okay so yes. i'm just saying let's mm-hmm. 
keeping it real as always. It's real. It's um, real. Absolutely. You just are going to have to account for that. You have to own it. At your weakest moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So you can have pimp hand when everything's good. Right. You can, right. And it's funny when people do that tuck, right? Online. <laughs> right. Is, I'm tough. I'm tough until I need something and I yes. have to be able to answer for all the smack I was talking behind me. Well, that's, yeah, that's right? it. That's so just it. keeping it real, right? Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not going to be like, well, you know, no, no, you're going to, you're going to have to pay. You're, yeah, you're going to have to own it. You're going to have to own it. And it, and it may not be a positive outcome. They're very. Oh, it's not going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you, again, just inventory uh-huh. peeps, what not to do. Mm-hmm. Be careful, be careful, be careful of what you post online. Mm-hmm. Um, political, religious, and gun related. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, Anything else on that, live and let live. But yeah. And I'm not saying don't, but mm-hmm. just know there's a consequence. Just know, exactly. Just know that there so, is there's something. And if you think you're not it. posting on LinkedIn and nobody's going to find it, yeah, that's that's silly. Okay. There's there's no there's no yeah, difference so anymore at this point. I'm just it's all media. Bring the truth for you guys. That's all. Yeah, all right, it's the truth, sure. yeah. right? All right. Other, don't answer blind ads. You talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, where is an ad? Where does an ad end up at this point? That's that's oh, typically the last. <laughs> it's typically the last place that the client is is going when they have the need. So there's a need. They're so busy. They have the need. The need grows. All of a sudden, they finally get to a point where they're, they got to do something about it. By the time an ad's out there, there's typically traction, right? There's all kinds of activity. NHR is, is overworked, under-resourced. That's right. I will tell you, this is the truth. Um, when HR puts an ad out there, they get to the resumes a majority of the time a couple weeks downrange. By the time they make it across yes. the hiring manager's desk, mm-hmm. It's a couple weeks, right? But and and it's been weeks before they even got the posting out, yeah. right? So there's there's yeah. all there are so many opportunities for you, the individual that's considering a move now, to more proactively approach the hiring manager. And we have all types of means of getting information now. the The public domain is wonderful for that. Calling if you're an R and D engineer and you want to reach out to the R and D manager now. There's all kinds of ways to do that. Happened this week on us. Yeah. We, we, this week. Okay. I chatted with this lady who mm-hmm. lives in the Carolinas. This is for VP of sales. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls me up. It was yesterday. Devin's on the search with me. Mm-hmm. Hey, so-and-so is on the phone. She wants to talk to you because she's got a telephone interview with XYZ company on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Now, Dev gave her to me. Mm-hmm. I liked her. Um, I have not decided to present her yet because mm-hmm. strategically I was waiting to present her. But I told her like we always do who the company was. Mm-hmm. She went around me, reached out to the VP of sales, engaged with him on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. uh, and set up a telephone interview on Thursday. Now, she was cool. She's like, hey, Joe told me about the search. Right, right. Um, I really wanted to be proactive. And, uh-huh. and I'm like, crap, <laughs> right? But that's your point. The point right. is, is she heard about it from me. Yeah. That's why she's making 400 grand a year too, by the way. Yeah, of course. She closed the deal, right? She closed for the next move. (laughs) But the point there is um, you can get to any hiring manager at any time. That's right. If uh, Mm -hmm. you're intent enough and Mm -hmm. elegant enough. Exactly. You can get their attention. You can. And and don't just go in, hey, I'm looking. Here's my resume. It's here's the value I can potentially bring to your organization. Mm -hmm. Give them something about you that is meaningful, mm-hmm. that they can hold on to, that they're going to want to discuss with you. So give them a to-do list, Hal. So I, I just saw an opening at uh, Bob's Jobs. Mm-hmm. 
and I don't want to send, I listened to Holly today and Joe, and I don't want to send my resume in. What are my moves? So if I'm looking at this, this, uh, this ad for Bob's Jobs, I would first really reverse engineer and find out who the hiring manager is, who the person. How would I do that? I would go to LinkedIn first because that's where the party's at, right? I would look for the manager of that particular function. Um, if it's not obvious, I may look for someone close. And I would reach out first via an email, and then I would reach out via a in personal mail. call. In an, mail. An in mail, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you have that. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you can easily get emails, too. Mm -hmm. There's no reason not to call the company and ask for an email address right. for that and, and what would your what would your message say, and what would the subject line of that message on the in mail say, giving us some specific direction? So the subject line would be R&D. I'm just going with R&D yeah. just yeah. based on that. Um, R&D opportunity mentioned online, I have a background in X, Y, and Z, something that's going to get their attention. It's hard without going real specific. Is the subject specific. line important? The subject line's important because that's what's going to catch their attention. Mm -hmm. So it's something very pertinent to the role. Let's just say it's a catheter spot yep. or a, an implantable pacemaker yep. spot or something class three implant spot. Mm -hmm. Hey, class three implant engineer interested in chatting with you. Yep. Something along those lines, something that's going to... Get them to make, open it. Exactly, get mm -hmm. them to open it. And then it's, look, I'm confidentially considering opportunities interested in your organization because X, Y, and Z. I think I can add this value because of X, Y, and Z. Love to have an op, uh, opportunity to okay. chat with you. So that's a, that, that's a, that's a, that's a tactical move. Mm -hmm. like again, getting tactical for our audience. Mm -hmm. That's a great move. Mm -hmm. And would you stop there or would you go up one and down one on mm -hmm. the org chart? I would, I would go up one and down one, but I would also make sure I kept my plan. One thing that people get lost on is is, is not tracking where they've been on a search. Mm -hmm. Stepping back, you need a map, just like any other plan. You need a real, uh, a real uh, finely tuned plan. You mentioned briefly the 30 companies. So you have the 30 companies. Now you want the 60 people in that company, in those companies that you approached. You want the date of which you sent an email. You want a column that says, did they respond, yes or no? Did you call them as a follow-up? You want to get real deep okay. on how you track that. The last thing you want to do is start duplicating efforts or getting lost in your own plan. Yeah, and when I say up one and down one, I mean functionally in the org chart, mm -hmm. if it looks like the position reports into a manager, you should also send your in-mail and subject line um, dart to the VP. Sure. So you always want to go at the position and then one above the position. Yeah. Um, and additionally, I probably would say toss one to HR as well. Mm -hmm. uh, because again, HR uh, under-resourced, overworked a lot of times. Yes. And the in-mail to HR will likely get viewed before the app for the online job application. That's... No, no question. Right, <laughs> I'd bet, right. I'd bet $100,000 right now that yeah, that is the case, that right. they will get those emails that's first. That's right. So don't blindly answer mm -hmm. ads. Uh, go directly to uh, the individual. And then when the hiring manager in, in turn says, hey, I'm interested in this person, that is when the action starts happening. Yeah from HR, from everywhere else. Right, so right. Once they know that you're an asset, they want to at least investigate. Exactly, Good. exactly. Um, and so we talked about not allowing others to do the hard work. Anything you want to add on top of that? Um, look, we are here because we've been doing this for decades. Mm -hmm. And we are good in what we do, no, mm -hmm. no question. And we always want to be an asset for you. We want to build a, a relationship with you long term. However, um, if I could place every single person who reached out to me, I would, but it's it's not gonna happen. So we're one piece of the puzzle. Yeah. And we just wanna make sure that individuals remember that we are, we're here for you, we'll do everything we can, yet 
it is your onus. It is your responsibility. Yeah. It's like going to a doctor anymore, really. You know, you go to a doctor and you hear what the physician says the old days of, okay, he's, blindly he's, follow. He, he's yeah. the guy, let's yeah. blindly follow. Heal thyself. No, it's heal thyself. And it's, and it's take into account all your individual research. It's take into account multiple opinions of people that you consider subject matter experts. And then it's create your own plan. Yeah, and it's never been easier to find a specific function or person. Right. It's never been easier to get a hold of them through in-mail, email, voicemail, live, yes. uh, and even and even snail mail. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I got uh, a couple letters recently, resumes this week on follow-up high-level execs, mm-hmm. but they also had sent in-mails and emails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was good. Two of the resumes are sitting on my desk and mm-hmm. I have calls scheduled. Um, and, you know, finally, do all this thought work and emotional uh, sort of gyrations before you need it. Yeah, right? Stay ahead of it, right? right? So things not to do is don't wait until the shit hits the fan. Yeah, yeah. Right, plan beforehand mm-hmm. so you've worked through that scenario. Um, mm-hmm. And again, don't panic. Don't panic and, and going, that, that's such an important point too because we've, we've chatted before about um, staying warm on your network Give yourself, if it, even if it's at minimum an hour a month, an hour every two weeks, whatever it might be, to think ahead, to think about what the what ifs, right, and where you're going and stay close, stay close to your network, stay close to your connection, stay close to the technologies that are of interest to you. And what companies. Holly means by staying close and networking is to actively give. Yes. Right? Yes. So we believe networking is giving, networking is not asking. Right. So the TMG mantra is when you network, it's giving and give, give, give. And then when you need help, mm-hmm. right, the universe and people will pay you back. That's right. Substantially, substantially mm-hmm. better than if you just went in there and asked. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's really important. So the do not is do not ask. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Exactly. The do is to give. And then right. for all of you people, in closing, for all of you people that find yourself without a job and then you land a job, that is the time that you need to double and triple down on paying back um, the grace of the universe mm-hmm. on what you just received. Because That's right. you cannot get that and forget about everybody else. Because there's people out there hurting, there are people out there struggling, there are people out there crying, there are people out there cutting into their 401k. So you need to reach back and probably pick four or five and almost make them your mission, mm-hmm. like we do at times, mm-hmm. to get those people over the chasm and then let them compound that activity as well. That's right. Pay it forward. Yeah. So. Yeah. <sighs> That's a good one. Well, it's a good studio. Yeah. And you've got a good co-host. i got a great co-host. So this has been another episode of On The Line. I'm Joe Mullings. And I'm Holly Scott. Have a fantastic day. Thanks.